What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the LOZs and CBD, also known as Legion on Zoom's new comic book day. That's not just a bunch of vitamins, but you should be taking your vitamins. Just a quick side note. Miguel, what do we have out in the stands? 616-2021. Andale, exacto. So, exactly, people out there, fucking, it's Wednesday, fucking June 16th, go out there, go to go to Midtown Comic or your local comic book shop or just go to Comixology online. Fucking just do it. Just get them digitally uh, and find find the books you get. So we got these are the ones we're recommending come with the LOZ seal of approval for at least what we're expecting. Hopefully they'll be good. If they're trash, don't blame us because one of the books we're recommending right now. So finally, from Image Comic Books, Mark Miller is giving us the sequel to the sequel or whatever it would be the next story in Jupiter's Legacy. We're getting Jupiter's Legacy Requiem number one of 12. It's a limited series. It's not going to be I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed. It's not going to be illustrated by Frank Quietly uh, uh, but it's going to be illustrated by Tommy Lee Edwards. Don't know the guy. Saw the work. Looks pretty cool. But it's supposed to be now set in the in continuing on where Jupiter's Legacy ended. Um, I thought it was funny because I was reading the, como he said, the, the description for it. And it's like the next chapter in Netflix's global phenomenon begins here. I'm like, oh, really, though? Like, what a phenomenon? Because it <laughs> canceled, right? Like, and it barely touched the fucking surface of like the actual Jupiter's legacy, Jupiter's circle stories, right? So this is set apparently far in the future where Hutch and Chloe, well, Chloe's the main character and Hutch, the son of Sky Fox, had a kid, which is like this new utopian. Apparently in this series, it's them further in the future with more kids and like there's trouble brewing among them. And so it's like, all right. So I'm curious to see. Come on. We like Mark Miller. Kind of a little bit of a letdown after the show got canceled, but that's (laughs) an image book we recommend. I don't know. (laughs) That sucks, yo, because the cancellation on Netflix it probably affects sales of the book. Yo, especially with that tagline crazy. about like that tagline, Netflix is phenomenal. It's like, oh, it's like, yeah, oh no. yeah, word. Nah, they had high know. hopes. Yeah, they made yeah. those shirts really, really early. Like, I'm sure probably people who read were fans of the book are the ones who are going to buy it. I'm sure not anybody knew. Nobody that saw the the show is probably going to buy the book now. I don't word. know. We'll see. Except for uh, why I hate so much. <laughs> Utopian was epic. Fans, if you haven't seen him, go look at him. He's he's Jesus, God, Thor, Superman. If you well, if you haven't seen the show, we recommend. Well, yeah, you probably should watch it, but also go to our YouTube and you'll see LOZ reviews. We go deep into (laughs) Jupiter's Legacy. We all give our ratings, and you'll see (laughs) how we we get into it. And we talk about the book too a little bit. So we recommend that to get up to date for you to read this book. And yes, you can see right now if you're watching us on YouTube right now. Chess disapproves by the red color, the red hue in his background. I'm, I'm, very, upset. I'm very upset right now. That show's <laughs> horrible. Your bros are red lantern right now. Shit. Uh, all right. So, but moving from image, we got some Marvel selects picks. I've been raving about this book. I'm going to keep raving. You have to read this. Heroes Reborn, seven out of seven, comes out today. By fucking Jason Aaron, art uh, illustrated by Aaron Cooter now, uh, who's who's I've loved his work from from past. He did this Avengers AI one 
one run once and he did the oh yeah what? it was a really good book he, yeah it was was the writer or artist the artist the artist yeah Yo, which was really written by, book. i don't know who it was but yeah no but and with this ending story with ed mcginnis i highly recommend this book it's been so much fun each issue deals with a member of the squadron supreme in this universe where the avengers never existed it's so fun to see Jason Aaron's take on this twisted version of, of DC Justice League characters. Uh, the last one was the Power Princess, who's Wonder Woman, who's like a vicious fucking violent uh, Wonder Woman. Very fucking cool book. And what's been what what's exciting about this last issue is that at the end of each one of the books, it's about Blade getting the Avengers back together. And so now they're all together. They just found Black Panther and Thor also reawakened epically fighting power princes like imagine thor fighting wonder woman come on my and a wonder woman who has a fucking axe with a chunk of the rainbow bridge from asgard that's that's crazy (laughs) and drawn by ed mcginnis yeah well exactly exactly like it's a mix of because every issue it's drawn by a different artist and the last story is ed mcginnis and so it's ed mcginnis drawing that and then somebody else but Honestly, all each artist has been different, but they've been so good. Each artist is fucking fantastic. And it was Andrea something who did the last one, the Power Princess one. Beautiful work. Um, I highly recommend it because I'm excited. Now it's going to be Squadron Supreme against the Avengers. But Squadron Supreme are kind of noticing that the reality is not a good reality, uh, that it's a it's 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 fake or something. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's so I really, really recommend this book. And the other big ass, if you're going to buy anything else, then buy this one. Planet-sized X-Men number one by Jerry Dugan and Pepe Larraz. We've been talking about the Hellfire Gala, these big things that they're doing. This is supposed to be the big book that changes everything. Throughout the Hellfire Gala books that we mentioned, they've been hinting at that they're doing something big. They're getting some of the key hitter X-Men's. Like they got Storm, they got Iceman, they got Jean Grey doing something on the side also with um mikhail rasputin who's like this like god basically like being has something to do with mars we don't know i think they're gonna colonize mars i don't know what the fuck they're doing what the fuck yeah (laughs) the last issue for the hellfire gala from the week before which i think was the the x-men book x-men number 21 by by hickman which we recommended ended with that big cliffhanger of showing us the mutants in Mars a little bit. And if you're a fan of Hickman, you know he loves Mars. He always includes Mars in his <laughs> stories. He did it He in, in his Avengers run. I don't think he included Mars in Fantastic Four, really. Uh, but he's had Mars in his own stories, in his own creative own stories and image. Like, there's a book called, like, something about Mars, right? Red Tales about Mars, or right, Rod? I think, didn't you read that? No, I don't think I read that one. Well, anyway... But it's a big ass fucking book, big game changing for the X-Men. So we recommend that. Uh, and then other than that, just some shout outs for Marvel. The last one is Venom 200 by Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. It's ending their run on Venom, which has been dope. It's been made Venom such more bigger than than whatever it was from just a little fucking goo that Spider-Man brought to Earth from fucking Secret Wars to this connection to this God of the darkness, null, and there's Venoms all over the universe. And there was a planet of Venoms that kept the God in, you know, in, in, in stasis. It's, it's, it's the 
epic. What is happening? Damn. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, scope is huge. crazy. Yeah, the scope is insane. It relates back to the Thor run, actually, by Jason Aaron. There was the, which we're going to see in the next movie. The, they're going to have Gore, the God Butcher. His sword is apparently a symbiote, sir. It's a Clintar sword. The, oh, ne- the Necro sword, which belonged to the God Null. It's intense. It's their last book. They're, they're, I'm sure they're going to end in a bang. So we recommend that. Uh, that's what that's it for Marvel. And last ones are for DC. We have been raving the fuck out of Tom Taylor's Nightwing. Nightwing number 81 comes out. Illustrated by Bruno Redondo. I dare say I think it's the best DC book out right now out of the new ones. I think it's the best one. It made me a Nightwing fan. Rod's been a Nightwing fan for fucking ever. Yeah, and- yeah, and that's why ahead. I really like the book. It's because it kind of like brings back a lot of the great things from the original uh, Chuck Dixon, Scott McDaniel run. And, you know, I wasn't really big on the New 52 version of Bloodhaven or the uh, the Rebirth one. Still, it was it was off. And now Tom Taylor came back and really brought it back to like the Bronx of Gotham. That's mm. Bloodhaven. So there you go, Nightwing. That's fucking weird. So it's like, which which I've always found that to be crazy. So it's like Gotham is like up until the creation of Bloodhaven. Gotham was like the worst city in America. So fucking Bloodhaven is worse. The inner city of the Gotham. worst city. <laughs> but Bloodhaven's another city, though. Yeah, right? it's another it's city, up, right? But it's close to Gotham, of course, because it has to communicate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. we should get a map. <laughs> And see, see yeah. how it looks. I, I'm glad they brought it back because for a while they made it like a Las Vegas kind of deal. No, on Atlantic City they made it, which I thought was kind of stupid. And they had him move to uh, Chicago in the New 52. I don't know what was happening. Big mess. Tom Taylor brings all that lore back in a nice package for newcomers. And like you said, Miguel, like it's your favorite DC book, and it's great for like old OGs like me that want to like see the character and his like natural habitat. And also, like new things are happening. There's a new villain involved, brand new, um, by this by this creative team. So yeah, yeah. And the big thing with this issue is that Nightwing is finally facing this new villain called Heartless, which is actually pretty gory. That's what he does. He takes the heart out of victims. And so the last issue ended epically in this, you know, in this fire scene where Nightwing finally sees him, and they're gonna face off. And so it, it's just fucking a great book. And like Rod said, if you're not a fan of Nightwing, you don't know much of his history. That doesn't matter. Just pick up this book. This would be the third issue, I think, or fourth of Tom Taylor's run. It, it's it, the third. Wait, yeah. 78, 79. It's, yeah, it's, it's the fourth. 81. It's issue 81. So so we, re- I, we, we recommend this so fucking much. And the other book, the last book from DC that's coming out that would be exciting, actually kind of released a little bit of Nightwing to some degree. So we got Tom King. We've talked about Tom King before. He's writing so many good books. Some people, you know, either you love or you hate Tom King. If you're one of the people that love Tom King, you're going to want to read this. It's Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. His take on Supergirl is going to be illustrated by Bilkis Evely, who's actually, I, I, I didn't know about her work before, her art. 
but it's fucking dope. It's really good art. She had a few issues in the Tech Up comics that I read recently in the DC Universe Infinite app, which we'll just get into. Um, and and I highly recommend uh, this book. I, I, I like Tom King. He's written good stuff. Great Batman run. Great Adam Strange, Strange Adventures run. Mr. Terrific was incredible. Uh, Heroes in Crisis was okay. I don't think it was his best work. Rod, what did you on Grayson? Yeah, what did you think of that? Is this like a black label story or is it like it within the continuity? Do you know? You know what? I think it's black label. I don't know. I'm hoping for sure. that's what it is. It's it, a limited series. I do know that. Yeah, I, I kind of like it when right now I'm reading more like multiverse stories because DC has more wiggle room to do shit. Versus like you can keep the characters very stoic and the same over time. So like I really like these black label books. So if this is that, if this is kind of like an Elseworlds tale, I mean, yeah. And e- it's, even, it's, even if not, if it's even continuity, it's Tom King. So it's worth checking out. Right. And all I know about it, it's good art. And it's about something about some other alien type person that their planet got destroyed, that they want to get revenge on the people who did it. And they kind of get Supergirl's help. And then that's kind of the premise and like Supergirl kind of struggling with that because obviously she's not going to kill anybody. But like, obviously, it comes, you know, gets hits close to home. So those are our weekly fucking. So go out through the comic book shop, go to your d- digital shop on Comixology and get these fucking books. Buy shit. Jerks. All right, let's move on to the apps now. So if you're a DC Universe Infinite subscriber, then your new releases come out on the 15th. So the same date that their uh, weeklies come out. So that's their day, right? It's Tuesday. Um, so they came out yesterday, right? Exactly. So our picks, <laughs> for me, uh, I have another Tales of the Dark Multiverse book uh, because I, I just love that. But although I read the last one, The War of the Gods, Wonder Woman, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, it's the weakest <laughs> of that whole lines they've all been like great I, i've enjoyed all of them except that one so very disappointed but this one's gonna be the flashpoint dark multiverse tale where apparently something goes awry in the flashpoint timeline and creates a dark multiverse yada yada i just like that i just like it because like again dc just does whatever the fuck they want to do a la <laughs> deceased or injustice so i'm sold yo and but and then apparently right because this one is gonna be written and illustrated by brian hitch so, like, come on, Brian Hitch for classic Ultimates run. We just mentioned that he's going to be taking on the reins with Venom. So he's a good artist. He's a good writer, too. I think he wrote the Justice League, no? The new, the Rebirth Justice League? Was it? Yeah. Chess, you read that, I think, or wanted to read it. Yeah, I'm, I believe I still have it on my backlog of shit to read. It's on Comixology, though, Unlimited. I couldn't get past the first issue. Damn. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but with that stellar I, review, get into this one. Though. I do love his art, though. I'll give yeah, he's that. a good artist, man. Shit. And then besides the DC Universe, I'm going to just quickly, quick plug. We've talked about Detective Comics before. Uh, on the DC Universe app, we have Detective Comics number 1032 uh, by Peter J. Tomasi and Brad Walker, which is the second to last book before the new creative team takes over, Mariko Tamaki and, and uh, Dan Mora which we uh, interviewed. So I would highly recommend you guys check out the episode where we talked about Dan Mora and his process on the the comics and Batman. But this is a cool story. It's kind of setting up how Batman, I mean, Gotham's becoming more against vigilantes. There's a mayor running to kick the vigilantes out and have them uh, unmask. 
which connects to the future state storyline. If you read that a few months ago and Brad Walker actually is a pretty great artist. He did a few detective comics issues before and I was surprised. I don't know. I don't think people have given him the love he deserves. He, he illustrates a pretty dope Batman and pretty cool action scenes. And so it's it's a fun action packed book. This story specifically issue is supposed to set uh, Batman kind of versus Damien actually dealing still with the shit with Alfred's death and and this new stuff with the anti uh, vigilante stuff. So that's my pick from the app. All right, cool. And I'm, I'm going to wrap up one more pick. So last week I gave the endless uh, Justice League Endless Winter um, number one was a recommendation. So this week we're getting or we already got yesterday, we got Superman and this winter special number one. So the premise of that story, it kind of reminds me of like, it, it's, it's a, like, it takes place both in the present and a past storyline, a la Avengers of 1 billion BC or something like that. So there's like a, there's a, a team with like Hippolyta, Teth Adam, Swamp Thing, and some new character called like Viking Guardian. Some Damn. shit like that. I think I think no, that's his name. No fucking with Viking Guard. <laughs> so then they defeat this kind of frost giant-esque villain who's gonna, you know, wrap the world and and uh, of this course. winter. Of course. Right. So <laughs> but not so the, frost giant from Thor Asgard nah, Frost Giant. The, but this story reads original like DC. So, so like this is the, the concerts so the heroes were born where they're using like a DC team. I think this story is kind of like a Marvel kind of deal. Like they're like playing that riff with their characters what because what did you think i'm glad i like that you commented because the last dark multiverse you said it was eh, it wasn't that good how was you recommended last week the uh, the this uh uh winter uh endless winter how was it did you like it yeah so this story takes place in continuity so like it kind of you get briefed on where the characters are so you don't have to read whatever issue of justice league is out like it, um it's all it focuses around barry allen and he's catching up with each member in a way, and, and by that you get all the context, and then like it, uh, <clears throat> like I mentioned, it it unfolds into this story that's both you know taking place in the present and in the past, and I mean it's a pretty fun read. So if you got the app, check it out. So that wraps up the digital releases for the week. Yo, dope. And I will say like it's written. This Superman one is written by Andy Lanning, who I'm I'm a fan of his work, because uh, uh, he especially because he's written stuff with uh, uh, Dan Abnett who they did the the Guardians of the Galaxy famous fucking run with Star-Lord that basically what you've seen in the movies, that's what these guys wrote. Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, amazing fucking run. Uh, and so they're, they're, they're good. They're great. So that in and of itself makes me want to fucking read this shit. And there you have it, folks. Fucking go read shit, go buy shit so we can keep seeing shit getting made. It's all interconnected. It's called capitalism. That's how it works. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Go consume. Facts. And work out that fucking gray matter. All right, peeps. This is Chez. We are the Legion. It was Miguel. Peace. This is Rod. Peace out, people. Peace. Legion on Zoom. Starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at legiononzoom.